Hey everyone, we're back. Episode 118 of the District 3 Podcast. My name is Irvin. Uh, this is actually the first episode of the year. Uh, we haven't done an episode throughout uh, the entire month of January. Uh, COVID got me at the beginning of this month, but luckily with the vaccine, we were able to overcome it and uh, test the negative. So we're here again, interviewing some of the most interesting folks in Northwest Arkansas and in Arkansas in general. Today, I'm actually joined by a friend, um, someone who I've seen in the community for quite a few years now, and we're always vibing. Uh, we have Noel Sosa, who's currently the new manager at Rocks Radio Group, which is the largest independent radio company in NWA. Thank you for joining us. Man, great intro. Irvin, it's so good to see you again, and I'm glad that, yeah, you know, you, uh, you're in good health. Yeah, we were talking about, like, you know, COVID has got to both of us. It has. And, uh, and I feel like it's, it's kind of inevitable at this, <laughs> at this point, specifically with the Omicron virus. Yeah. Um, I know that Dr. Fauci has been saying that it's going to get to everyone, everyone's going to be exposed, but, you know, we're able to, to make it pass through it if, if we're vaccinated. <laughs> Amen, man. Hey, like I said, me and you both, uh, we, 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 we've been through it, and we're fortunate that we're still here. And Definitely. Um, obviously, not everybody is as fortunate, so you correct, know, our correct. thoughts and prayers go out to them, but it is good to see you, my friend. Definitely. How does it feel to be on the other side of the of the mic? Because you're all, you're always the one that's interviewing people. So now you're on the other side. How does that feel? It feels great. You I know, feel weird interviewing you for some reason. <laughs> I should be asking a question. Yeah, I, and I'm like I'm like man, he's gonna critique the way that I like oh, post no. this and stuff. But no, nah, I know I know you're a you're a cool dude, man. You never do that. It's all about positive energy with you. All about positive, man. I mean, you know that's that's you know trust me. There's enough negative negative energy out there. You're gonna run into it. It's yeah. inevitable. Definitely, you know. But definitely. but so I try to keep it positive and, and on the up and up and I'm, it's an honor man to be here um, you know it's fun for me to be on this side of the mic it's a treat yeah. so thank you that's pressure thank right you. <laughs> absolutely man I like, just get to hang out because when you're the you. interviewer you gotta figure out like what questions you're gonna ask <laughs> you right. gotta make sure that the, the vibe's still going the energy's still going but I think I think we both got a lot of energy to make to make this work Noel yes sir and I'm glad you're here I just wanna go and, and, and talk just a little bit about your story sure. uh, just so people that, that don't know you most people know you because you were the former manager at KISS 105.3 that's right um, but before then um, I think before you started actually like interviewing people and, and doing the radio thing and being a manager, uh, you started out with music. I think sure music did. was kind of the way that you um, started getting involved with all of this. First of all, where are you originally from? Originally from Corpus Christi, Texas. Serena. Serena <laughs> That's right. That's right. Serena County. Absolutely. Did you ever get to see her? I did. Uh, uh, well, yes. Got to see her. I mean, she was a big, you know, as you can imagine. Uh, figure around those parts. I uh, was, you know, performed at a few festivals and things like that Ooh. around the way back home. And uh, what an amazing talent, man! Right? And she's the goat. Yeah, really though. Seriously. Like in Latino music, I feel like who else? You know, and, and she died at what twenty four years so, old. So so young, so beautiful, so talented. Such a such an amazing soul who had that brought that unique energy with her. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, listen, in, in just that short period of time, she touched so many lives and is still relevant today. Yeah. I mean, that's that says that says something. You know, that's yeah, that's crazy, crazy, right? Because, I mean, if she passed away, how long has it been? It's been like 26 uh, years. I mean, yeah. <laughs> since she passed away. I think I, was in, I, think I remember because I was like in the sixth grade when she passed. And even like in the Dang mall today, <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see like uh, shirts with Selena's face on it. They just had a Selena exhibited Crystal Bridges, for crying out loud. The new Netflix series that came out last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Like, wow. You know? Absolutely. A lot of artists aren't able to do that. And to do that with just 24 years, imagine what, what she would have done if she would have lived longer. I mean, she was about to like be 
like J Lo, Beyonce. I mean, you name them all in one. You know what I yeah. mean? The real deal, baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, uh, rest in peace. But yeah, h- hometown, Corpus Christi, Texas, man. So how do you, you know, for, where, where are your parents from, actually? Uh, so from Corpus Christi. Oh, they're also like, yeah, also born and raised in How in many Texas. generations in the U.S.? So I'm going to say that they were the first fool, first okay. fool generation. Okay. They were the first fool. And did you live there a long time? I did. Grew up, born and raised there. They were in Houston, back and forth. Okay, yeah, yeah. and um, when do you make the move? Like, do they make the move out of, of Texas? Because before you came to Arkansas, did you go somewhere else? So I lived in Oklahoma City. Okay, uh, I, I moved there in two thousand eight. Two thousand eight, left Texas, went to OKC. My life took a one hundred and eighty eighty degree turn for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those days, man. I used to live a very different life, and a lot of that stuff, man. I mean, it just young and foolish. You know, mm-hmm. um, learned a lot and was uh, blessed with. With the Lord's good grace, man, to uh, mm-hmm. to have another chance to to get my head on straight and do some things better, and uh, I've never looked back since. That's Done my best to anyone. And where does the uh, the journey start with music? How do you start getting involved? Did you used to rap? Yes, <laughs> I think I saw something on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Um, so yes, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and be honest with you. Okay, it's something that that, that I shy away from, mm. but uh, I used to just love music. I mean, I still love music. I think you know, music is a universal language. I think music uh, is how people chronicle their lives. You know, um, mm. it's a powerful instrument. It's a powerful tool. It's a powerful art form. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I used to love music, and, and and I made music. And matter of fact, that's how I how I got into radio was doing music and opened up a couple of shows for the local radio station there in my hometown. Okay. Um, and I remember we got invited to the first show. It was a local southern show. Big Mo uh, used to be big down south. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember the screwed up click man. Just the big. He was a popular act. Very you know down there yeah. in the south. And uh, opened up for him, and man, we had such a great performance. They said, hey, we're going to invite you back for the big show, uh, which was the next following month, and it was uh, for this guy, Petey Pablo. (laughs) And and at the time, he was huge, you know, Petey Pablo at the time, I mean, he was at the top of the charts. So we were really excited, came back, and it was after that second show, I got off the stage, and and Billy, you know, Billy Thorman, uh, who was the uh, boss man at the time over there, program director over there, he said, hey, you got some kid, and then I ran into him again when I went to a remote with my friend G Money, who worked at the station. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "It's you again." He's like, "Hey, I want you to come see me. Come talk to me." Mm-hmm. And I thought he was gonna like play my music, help me get a record deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> let's do it." You know, yeah. let's do it. He ended up offering me a job, and man, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna date myself. Mm. Twenty-one years later, mm. <laughs> I'm still I'm I'm still here, baby. You know, still young. Yeah. Well, thank you. Right. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so. Uh, when do you stop uh, wanting to pursue music as like a career of you being an artist? So it was in 2008 when I left Texas. Mm-hmm. When I left Texas, uh, you know, uh, just kind of left my previous life behind. Mm-hmm. Started fresh, started new. My baby girl was, she was five years old at the time. Um, so uh, I decided to go a different way, yeah. to be a professional. And luckily, uh, in 2008, I was given an opportunity by my former employer, uh, Perry Broadcasting, and uh, they blessed me uh, with opportunity, which mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, all the difference in the world. You know, uh, it's one of the biggest blessings you can have is to be given an opportunity, to be yeah. given a chance. Mm-hmm. And they gave me opportunity. They also gave me education. They schooled me. They gained me up. 
and they promoted the positive aspects of my personality, mm -hmm. surrounding me with good people, and that's something that I will forever uh, be thankful for. Yeah. Um, but that's what I did, and, and, and that's when I really took the turn and just decided to become a, a professional and, 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 and do everything I could to just be a student and learn as much as I could, and I think, truthfully, that's something that we always should aspire to do is learn every day. You know? Yeah. I definitely agree with that. I mean, opportunities are so important, and I feel like if you have the ability of giving other people opportunities, then then why not, right? Help, Absolutely. Help build other folks. Um, so you left music in that sense as being an artist, and then you started uh, with was it one of one of what is it one oh five one oh five point three back then? So uh, so in two thousand eight. Uh, yeah, whenever you started with with Perry, Perry Broadcasting. Uh, so I actually well, two thousand eight. Uh, see Perry Broadcasting. They're the largest uh, independent African owned. African-American-owned uh, radio company in the nation. So okay. they've got stations, multiple stations in Oklahoma City, multiple stations in Tulsa, okay. multiple stations in Augusta, Georgia. So it's a, it, it's a, it's a, big, okay. it's a big beast, you know. Um, so, but the station that I worked for directly was uh, over there in Oklahoma City was Power 103.5. It was their, their hip-hop station over there mm -hmm. in Oklahoma City. Um, so that's that's the station that I was on. It was funny. I <laughs> went through all this different stuff. That I started, I st you know, started as a board op, as an intern, and mm -hmm. quickly they hired me because they realized I knew what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they put me on middays, and they used to call me the goon at noon. <laughs> the goon at noon. And I ran with it, man. And, you know, wasn't a goon at all. <laughs> but but, but it's, it's, you can mark it. It's Mark Sound Catchy. Yeah. You know? Sound Catchy. So it was, it was a great start there. Uh, like I said, pretty much my whole career has been in urban radio up until recently mm -hmm. um but yeah that's that that's what we did and and and, and had a great time some of the best years of my life were in oklahoma city for sure and what why do why do they shift to arkansas well you know they uh they opened up the new station right mm -hmm. so perry broadcasting brought the first ever urban uh radio station you know which is a game changer huge, huge i remember I, yeah the community yeah. was was asking for that for quite some time and mm -hmm. perry broadcasting answered the call and we opened it up and I remember talking to my, my mentor, Terry, uh, who's the program director, president of programming over there. We were talking about it, <laughs> and uh, I, I remember he said, hey, we purchased the station in Arkansas. Mm. I was like, that's cool, T. Cool, man. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. Great. Congratulations. Let me know if you need anything. And later that night, I got to thinking, because I had been trying to transition to get from on-air personality to more behind the scenes. That's something that's been mm. a goal of mine for yeah. For, a, for, a, for a few years now, just to transition, <laughs> want to be more behind the scenes in management. Um, listen, man, the spotlight and, 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 and all that stuff was fun when I was younger, but, you know, no yeah. spring chicken no more, man. I'd, I'd mm -hmm. rather just count some money if I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. Uh, keep the drama, you know. That's um, problems. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So, so it was just like, hey, you know, um, I went back, talked to him. I said, are you going to need a assistant program director because at that time I, my goal was to become a program director or something mm -hmm. that was where my head was at at the time and um he's like yeah i am i said could i possibly put my name in a hat and every and and once i did that they voted unanimously to to give me the job mm -hmm. and that again is a testament to the good work that we did in oklahoma city and the reputation i was able to establish yeah. for myself over there and again man just good people i had no choice to to fall in line and be the best version of myself over there and uh, so I got it, came up here, and, and got to work and got to learn a lot about mm -hmm. Northwest Arkansas because I'll be honest with you, before I moved here, I didn't know anything about Northwest Arkansas. Dude, I thought it was just like overalls and like <laughs> when I came from California. I, was, I told my dad, I do not want to go over there. I have no overalls. Like I don't want to move to Arkansas. 
And uh, I came over here in Lowell, and there was a bunch of brown kids here. Hey, man. Right? Come on. Absolutely. So def- we definitely have probably, like, different, like, perceptions of what we thought. I mean, absolutely. And honestly, I came in with, with no real expectation. Um, I, with no expectation, man. I didn't know what to expect. I'll, I got here, and I just, just tried to soak it all in, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and sure enough, come to find out. There's a gym sitting right here in the middle of the map, and it's called NWA. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a very special place to me. Mm-hmm. Very special. You still haven't given me that shirt you were going to give me that said NWA on it. <laughs> Do I still owe you that? You remember, okay. man? It's been, okay. like, it's been four years. Well, well now, it's funny because I, I have it. I have it. I got. I, I know because I put it to the side. I think I even messaged you like, dude, I got your shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just never got together. It's I think, like an NWO yeah. style uh, shirt of NWA. You got to like that. That's a good design. Yeah, it's nice, dude. I'm, I want, I've been wanting it for four years, Noel, but you still haven't brought it to me. But That's my bad. Uh, it's, it's cool, man. You still got time. You still got time. So... Uh, let's talk about your voice, because okay. you have like a very uh, a very distinct voice. Mm. People, I think people know it's you mm. when you're talking. Like they'll probably even recognize you even before they look at the title <laughs> of this episode. Um, did you develop that, or how how did you did you work on that, or is that something that you've or, you always spoke the way you speak? No, no, I, I, it's definitely something that came around eighteen, nineteen years old. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? And 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 you know, uh, I think also too, just to be quite fair that uh, because I did get into radio right out of high school, mm-hmm. um, I think I think it really developed. Like, you know, um, yeah, I think it just developed into into what it is, into just being able to speak clearly and, and do my best to, like, enunciate and and then just, just my tone. I mean, people are like, well, you sound like this. I'm like, man, listen, I'm from South Texas. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how we talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but so, I mean, that's, that's it. It's just, I think that, that, uh, that, that, that storm of all those different elements coming together that mm-hmm. has, you know, generated this right here, you know. Because it's tough to get, a, to, to get, like, a good voice for radio. I know I always had difficulty with that. I used to do the the announcements at Sprino High School like, yeah. uh, for the school just throughout the day. Yeah. And I also did Bulldog Television, so I did, like, news. And, and, and I had such a t- monotone voice. You know, it's like <laughs> when I were, whenever I was going through puberty, I was forcibly trying to get that, like, tough man voice. So I purposely t- I talked like really tough yeah. but I ended up getting a monotone voice because of that <laughs> but it's a gift you know to have the ability of being able to speak clearly loudly on sure. the radio um, and I think that's something that people think about when they think about of you it's oh. like your strong voice you know clear voice um, and another thing that people think about you is suits. Yes. Which I'm surprised you don't have your suit well, on right now. I just came back from the golf course. Okay, I was about so. to wear my suit jacket. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to wear my suit jacket today because, no, I was going to wear his, but I'm glad I didn't because then you wouldn't have one. That sure. would be weird. Sure. Well, you know, man, um, so there's a story there, hmm. um, and, I, and I'll try to keep track and, 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 and say this correctly as far as the suits go. Um, but but about the voice, I'm gonna put a put a rap on that real quick. Go ahead. You know, man. You know, God knows what He's doing, right? Mm-hmm. He gave me this voice because boy, did you see, have you seen this face? He's <laughs> 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 like, you got a voice for radio. I got a face for one too, man. I, I got to work with what I got. You know, I'm just you know halfway joking. <laughs> but so but but about the suits, man. So that is actually something that uh, I had an eye opening moment one day, um, and I'll tell you <coughs> that eye opening moment. But but let me skip to this part of the story. I remember telling my, my mentor, my big brother Terry, who was the president of programming at my previous employer. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I told him, I said, T, I want to do some rebranding. With this move to Arkansas, I want to rebrand myself. Because I was going by an alias. I said, I just want to use my name. 
But I want the theme to be the dapper DJ, mm. right? Like, what is the dapper DJ? I like that. It's like, yeah, man. Because, you know, uh, uh, the uh, the dapper Don was, you know, uh, Gotti from the mm. mob. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. The Teflon Don, the dapper mm. Don. He was always in suits and looking good. Mm -hmm. I said, that's what I want to do minus the, minus the bodies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a legit businessman, yeah. you know? And so the dapper DJ. And the reason <laughs> I came up with that, the reason the suits became a thing, it was one day in particular. It was my man Scott Wright's birthday. Scott Wright is a huge personality. I mean, he is a radio rock star, a legend from Oklahoma City. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, this guy right here, he taught me a lot, too, about being a personality and owning that. Um, it was his birthday. He, he called every October. He calls it Scott-tober. Mm. He celebrates his birthday all month long, <laughs> but he has a big bash. And so it was the night of his birthday. Um he had a gig, but I also had another gig. Uh, I was hosting a concert. Who was it that night? I think it was like, it was Baby Bash. Okay. Baby Bash was coming to town out there in Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. And so I was going to host the gig, and I took a change of clothes, a suit. So after the gig, I was going to go over to Scott's deal, you know, to celebrate his birthday. Yeah. So I show up to host the gig, and, and, and I'm wearing... A white tee and Dickies, okay, mm -hmm. and, and, and I've got the suit in my hand. I put it in the dressing room for after the show, right? Yeah. So I do the show. We host it. Uh, it goes off well. Everything's great. I get, you know, get paid for my services at the end of the night, and I go to change, and I put on that suit, and the moment that I walked out of that dressing room, it's like I was a different person. Not in the way that I necessarily felt, although I felt good, you know, dressed nice. Yeah. But the way people treated me was different. Mm -hmm. I swear to you, as soon as I walked out of that, that dressing room, a young, a beautiful woman, man, comes up to me. She puts her arm around me. Where you going, honey? I want to go with you. Where are you going? <laughs> I was like, okay. That's, yeah, I ain't got no love all night. But that's yeah, all I did, put on this suit. I said, okay. And then most people were like, oh, you're looking sharp. Where are you going? And just like the yeah. attitude, the energy that was coming my way changed. Yeah. Um, and so I go to Scott's gig. Uh, he was... I mean, it was his birthday, so he was a little lit, yeah. you know, so I knew I wouldn't be there too long. So I, you know, did my thing, shook some hands, took some pictures, got out of there and decided, hey, well, since I left here early, let me go back to the after party to the gig that I was at. Yeah. And, man, I got there, same thing, man. As soon as I get out of my car, uh, it's it's these three, it's a couple and, and their friend, this lady that was with them. She comes and puts arms around me. She's like, hey, I'm with him, y'all. Mm. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. All I did was just dress, dress up, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I get to the door, and they're like, sir, how can I help you? Let me show you the way over here. And I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all ain't never treated me like mm -hmm. this. Like, that's weird. And this yeah. is just me observing this. Mm -hmm. You know, this is just me. What happened? Well, the only thing that really changed was how I presented myself. Yeah. And I think that is a valuable lesson. I call suits today's modern-day armor for the world. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'll just go ahead and say this. Uh, I think I've got... You know, up until recently, I drove a Cadillac, right? Mm -hmm. Something I've always, I've loved Cadillacs. Yeah. I'm a Texas boy, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so so uh, I get pulled over all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's funny because I knew if I, the, the times that I've gotten pulled over and I had a suit on. Yeah. How you doing, sir? Where you coming from? Oh, well, you have a great night. Yeah. But if I'm not, they like, they, they treat you different. Mm -hmm. And it's all about putting on that armor. Yeah. And I, so it's a long story to say. It's part of my brand. It's something that I want to do, not necessarily as protection, but as proper <laughs> representation 
of the reason I'm here yeah. and the community that, that identifies with me. Because yeah. if I'm out here and I, if I, it's my job to represent, I'm gonna represent right, and I'm and I have gotta have my armor if I go out there and battle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I feel I feel that's important that you mentioned that because I, I think my my awakening of that was like back in like sixth or seventh grade, where it was like it was actually a picture day in school, hmm. and um, and I wore a a dress shirt and a tie, and I and I was the only kid wearing that. Yeah. Right? And the boys were like, oh, look at Irvin. He's trying to be fancy. Like, and, but the girls, the girls were like, oh, Irvin, like, that's so nice. You look, you look so good. Like, like giving me a bunch of compliments, right? And yeah. I was like, huh. Like, is it really this basic where perception is everything? Dude. And when I ran for office in 2016 uh, slash 2015, also, you know, my wife would make fun of me. She wasn't my wife then, but she would, we were going out, and she would tell me, like, do you really got to wear that suit jacket everywhere you go? Like, it would be, like, 107 degrees. <laughs> Are you really wearing that suit jacket right now in the park with, like, 107 degrees? And perception is everything. It is, man. You know, like, I've seen also, personally, how people will respect me more whenever I have a suit jacket, a dress shirt, and dress nice. Me, personally, on my on my ideas of, like, of how people should dress. I personally feel like people should dress whatever the heck they want, Absolutely. you know, like, and I treat people the same. But when it comes to me, the way people treat me, if it's not close friends or family, if it's people just out, yes. you know, in society, yes. they do respect you more whenever you're dressed nice. I mean, absolutely. I mean, so, y you know, I'm not making this up. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? This is Especially a, as a brown person? This is what I'm telling you. Yeah. This is what I'm telling you, even more so mm -hmm. as a minority. I mean, listen, uh, I was at an event, I won't, drop any names here but I was in an event recently there was a lot of people and I was up in, the, in this, this little area this little VIP area and after the event was <coughs> over they were up there telling everyone to go get out get out get out myself I was dressed up had my suit on they didn't tell me not one thing they let me hang out as long as I wanted to. That you were the owner of the building or something, right? <laughs> has, has it ever worked against you, though, in a way? Have, has, has wearing, and I'll tell you a story of, okay. of mine, okay. but I want to I ask you first, is, can you think of a time where dressing nice has worked against you? I can't think of one. Tell me your story. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll ring something. Okay. I, was, I won't drop the name of the event, okay. but I was going to go speak at an event, and, in, and it was being held at um, Mermaids in Fayetteville. Okay. Right, had a black suit jacket, uh -huh. black dress shirt, black pants, and black uh, uh, shoes, uh, suede shoes. And I'm walking to to the speaking engagement, and someone that's sitting down at the table eating their food looks at me and says, "Hey, uh, can you? Uh, we're ready to order our food." Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Man!" And I looked. I gave him a face of like. I was pissed off. Yeah. But I just looked at him, and I was like, I'm not a server, man. Yeah. And he would look so embarrassed. That's funny. But I was like, man, like, I was just dressed up nice. Yeah. I was speaking at this event. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is the first time, That's like, funny. dressing nice has worked against Worked me. against you. You yeah. went, mm, so that made me, that jogged my memory a little bit. I guess yeah. the only time, and it wasn't really any, wasn't a big deal, um, I was dressed up, and, uh, my partner had come, this is when I had the office on Dixon Street, mm -hmm. um, come by to see me and we were going to go check in on, on, on a couple of people that we needed to talk to who were involved with some happenings that night on Dixon Street. Mm -hmm. So we went down there and I remember a young lady came up to my friend who was with me 
And she goes, hey, what's up? He, and she said, is this your driver? <laughs> I said, oh, I'm the driver. <laughs> but, you know, I, you know, Oof. you know, what my, my point, my point of view is like, oh, God bless you, sweetheart. Yeah. You don't, you're not mature enough to be able to determine, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> the difference between a driver yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what I do, you know. Yeah. And, but, hey. Respect the drivers. Respect, respect the, the drivers, service, baby. You know, the but. Hey, man. And, by the way, man, a friend was telling me. Uh, he's doing Uber, and dude, this guy's a high up, like somewhere. But he's doing Uber on the weekends, making a guap, like some nice money. Yeah, making money. It's just that it's I not. It's not. It's just that it's not who we are. That's right? it. That's it. And yeah. it's whenever we get like confused for something like that, specifically when we're putting the effort to dress nice. Yeah, sure. It's like, come on now. Like, come but, on. Baby. Anyway, that aside. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you've been part of Kiss One Hundred Five Point Three sure. for how long? Um, well. Well, since they opened in, in, in 2016, January 2nd of 2016, but with Perry Broadcasting, mm-hmm. uh, that was, so 2008 to, you know, uh, last year, the end of last year, uh, which would have been, because we're 2022, so 13 years old. Perry wow. Broadcasting, 13 years. And you've done, I don't know if managers um, do this normally, but I feel like you've been involved in the community, like, much more than any other manager or higher up in a, in a radio station that I've seen. Yeah, no, um, you're, you're, you're right. You know, you and then shout out Eddie Vega, of course. Absolutely. With La Seta as well has been doing that with big, with fundraising and, big and for the Children's Hospital. But um, you've also been just everywhere. But you see, I think, you know, where are we from, man? You know, yeah. what, look at the difference there. Why know? is that important to you to, to be involved? Why, why, does, why does it matter to, to show your face out in these community events? And also, why is it important to you to support community events, you know, like, like for example, the uh, Springdale Martin Luther King Parade that you support sure. every year. Well, you know, here's the thing with that. Um, my goal, right, is to, is to do a good job, provide a service, and reap the benefits of that. I want to be successful. But if you don't have a foundation to stand on, if you're not sowing any kind of seeds with your people, with your community, the people who you are asking to tune in, the people who you are asking to support you, the people who you are asking to, you know, if you're not sowing those seeds, you're not doing it right, mm. you know? Um, so, and again, just the essence of what this thing is, when I say this thing, I'm talking about radio. Um, that's what made radio great in the first place, mm. was its attachment to the community, its service yeah. of the community, mm-hmm. its engaging of the community. Mm-hmm. It, it, as a whole, the industry has gotten so far away from that, and it's sad. That's why I do take my hat off uh, to Eddie. That's why I do take my hat off to uh, Perry Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. That's why I, now at Rocks Radio, want to make sure that we have a very strong presence within the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, you gotta, you have to carry weight. You can't just be a bunch of fluff and words, and yeah. you can't just be about the money. Yeah. If you do the job right and you service your community, all that other stuff will come. Yeah. And I've seen you out. You know, you're out in different events with the suit. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. in that, Even like, if it's hot. <laughs> in that, like, uh, over 100 uh, weather. But and it made, Very you know, whenever I saw you, though, I'm be, I was like, okay, he's doing it. Why can't I do it, too? Absolutely. You know, why can't I? Like, I get that, like, yeah, it's hot. I shouldn't be wearing a suit jacket. But presentation is important. It's, it's everything. Key, you know, and, and, and we have to represent for our communities and for, you know, the people uh, who we are Absolutely. and, and uh, in the utmost, like, respectful way and pe- for people. And we have to demand, like, respect, right? That's right. I feel like as a person of color, we have to not only, like, be people, 
that are respectable, but at the same time, like try harder than other folks to, to get that respect. 100%, um, 100%. And I think it's, it's important, you know, the work that you've done. Um, so this shift from, you left uh, KISS 105.3 in November and you started as the new manager of Rock's radio group in November. Uh, uh, why, why, why the change? Man, I mean, it's really something that, that I moved in on faith. Because mm-hmm. um, you're one of five, like for me, you're one of 5.3. I appreciate it. Like every time I think about that radio station, sure. I think about you. And I, and I bet other people do too. So it's just like, um, like why, you know? Yeah, well, um, well, thank you for that. I, I mean, that's, that's super humbling because it's definitely, you know, I, you're, you're telling me I was able to do my job effectively. And, that, and I'm grateful for that because I busted my butt to do it. Like I said, I, I have a, I will always have a heart for Harry Broadcasting, that company, and the team that's still there. <coughs> yeah. I love, I love them. I love them, mm-hmm. and, and I'll forever be their friend. And if I can ever do anything with for them, I'll, you know, it's a done deal. Um, but man, I just needed, I needed to grow, mm-hmm. and I was, I was almost going to do something else. I thought maybe that my radio days were over, you know. But uh, Rocks uh, contacted me, and they, they said, "Nah, <laughs> we got a spot for you. You know, we, we, we believe in you, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna show you that we believe in you." And, and that's what I was looking for, was just an opportunity to grow. Yeah. Um, and, and there's, you know. And it's still, and it's located, is it located in Fayetteville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's, again, so Rocks Radio, you know, is the uh, largest independent, uh, you know, locally owned uh, radio provider in the area. And, yes, so their, their main office is in Fayetteville, um, and, and there are four stations, current four stations, uh, reached throughout the entire area. Yeah. One of them including the X. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Heritage Station, you know, been around a long time. Yeah. X, yeah. And um, this being a big task, I feel like it's, you know, it's it's a great opportunity for you to grow, but at the same time for you to uh, build, you know, these these stations that maybe the other stations besides the X, you know, that folks that maybe haven't heard. Right. Um, what are some of the goals that you have for these stations this year in 2022? Man, uh, like you said, so, you know, one thing that, um, <laughs> one th- a new obsession of mine, and I'll just call it what it is, man. It's a bit of an obsession. I'll, I'll admit it. Uh, one of my obsessions, my new obsessions since uh, last year's is the game of golf. Mm. And look, I love the game. I wouldn't try to lie to you and say that I'm good. Yeah. But one thing that I've learned is that like golf and life, it's all about progressing. Mm-hmm. As long as you're moving that ball forward towards your goal, mm-hmm. that's what you got to do. And I look to make some great strides this year uh, with Rocks Radio, which is an amazing organization. Mm-hmm. They've got some great properties, a ton of potential. And I think with what they have in my ideals for how to do radio in 2022 going forward, mm-hmm. I think there's... The potential is 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 huge. It's huge, and I just want to realize that. Yeah. And and if, if you know, and if not all the way, then have pro- made that enough progress to say that was a good shot. Yeah. You know, that was a good shot, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm looking to do, man. Is is to make serious progression. 
And I think you've you've already kind of shown what you can do, you know, with 105.3. 105.3 just, you I mean, it's there. Like, the evidence is there. You know, oh, thank your you. work, it's valid. Um, but, yeah, I've always appreciated you as a leader in the community because you're always someone that I feel people can reach out to and ask for, like, assistance at an sure. event or just any kind of advice. And, and you always do your best to put people on, on the radio, yes, which is something that's super important because these local artists, you know, uh, as easy as it, as it could be for someone like me and you to put someone on, not everybody does that. Right. You know, it's, sometimes it's like, oh, I don't feel you're good enough or ah, maybe try harder and maybe I'll put you on or like, or maybe they'll, they'll want something else in exchange, right? Yes. But I feel like, like you've, you've put a lot of people on and people are grateful, you know, for those opportunities. Well, it, it just goes back to remember where I started. You know, that's what I was doing. Yeah. I was looking for somebody to put me on. Mm never found him so now that i'm a position to do that there ain't no way i'm gonna pass that up yeah it's a blessing to be a blessing yeah you know Definitely. and and you never know what that spark can do for somebody mm -hmm. that could turn into the flame to change the game yeah you know so i mean yeah i i, I would not be doing my job if i wasn't doing that and, and again that's part of community engagement too mm -hmm. you know it's not just showing up to these events it's 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 that too that's yeah. a part of community engagement and again it's for, in my opinion if you're not engaged in your community, you ain't doing the job. Definitely. And what are some uh, words of advice you give folks uh, that want to get involved in radio? How do they? How do they start? How do they? Yeah. How do they get a part of this? Well, let me tell you this: um, to be in radio, you definitely got to have a passion for it. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, media mediums like what we're doing here. I mean, we're on the air, but we're also be part of a podcast. Yeah. And my, by the way, hats off to you, man, for getting that ball rolling, baby. I appreciate. You it. said 118. Episode 118. Man, we've interviewed politicians, we've interviewed doctors, we've interviewed community members, just about everybody. We're trying to put people on. Absolutely, right? man. Absolutely. And, and, and again, I've been watching that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I've been watching that, so I take my hat off to you. So I say, if you have a true passion for it, because um, I've seen people come into the industry and they think this is going to be fun, this is going to be cool, which it, it is, yeah. it can be, mm -hmm. but it's also work. Mm-hmm. It's also a lot of work. After we finish this, I edit this podcast. Yeah, you know what I mean? On a Sunday. Absolutely. Look at you, boy. Look at <laughs> right? you, you know? So, so uh, you know, if you have a passion for mm -hmm. it and you want to pursue it, uh, yeah, man, do your best to, to educate yourself. Um, and, that, and that means either through schooling or hands-on experience, which is how I did it because I didn't go to school mm -hmm. for it. I was given a chance and I learned on the job. Yeah. Um, and I got cursed at, you know, for, for messing up. Yeah. But that's okay. But that's okay. Because why? I was progressing. I kept that ball moving forward. Mm -hmm. So that's all I would do. That's all I would say. If you have a passion for it, chase it. There are things that you can do. Like you said, podcast and, you know, content creation that can really help. And really, man, radio today in 2022 is 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 a platform that you can bounce all those types of things off of yeah it's a it's a great to me right now is the greatest time to be in radio and it's a different era because back in the day radio's heyday was, was you know when that was the main source of like music and news and mm -hmm. you know what i mean but this is a different day this is a different era but i think this is the most exciting time to be in it so i encourage you if you're out there to to go for it uh, contact me, contact Urban. Let's hey. get together. Let's make some great things happen. Let's do it. Well, Noel, thank you for joining us. I appreciate you being here. You're good, man. Thank Sorry you. it took 118 episodes, you know, <laughs> but we're
we're gonna make sure that we continue this and maybe uh, at some other time this year we can kind of talk to you about like an update on what's going on with mm -hmm. the radio stations we know some of the the work that you've been doing and and just continue being you you know because you i think you're such a very positive person you give good vibes I, every time i see you i feel good energy you're one of those people that gives good energy oh thank you know? god what a blessing because there's you people that you see and you're like ah oh, man like <laughs> i really don't want to talk to this person because you know they're negative or this yes but you give off good energy and you're always putting on so just want to let you know that uh, myself and other people appreciate you. Oh man, and, yeah, uh, and just continue doing what you're doing, man. We're excited to continue seeing you in the community. You know, now under a different identity, but under the same identity, which is Noel. Yes, sir. You know. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, I appreciate you being here, and that's the end of this episode, episode 118 of go. the District Three podcast. And I uh, hope you all have a good rest of your week. Have a good one. <laughs>